It's nearly over. (laughs) (laughs) By which I mean the year 2023. Uh, Personally, I'm glad it can fuck off. Oh, Um, come on. It's had its moments. It's had its 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 moments. It's had its moments. Uh, I'm looking forward to a fresh start. Yeah. I'm not one for resolutions and things like that. How about you, Nikki? Um, sorry, just just didn't didn't expect that. Like, I know. I thought I'd surprise Nikki today. I didn't tell her I'd started recording and yeah, just went for it. Didn't expect to be put on the spot like that. Um, yes, I do. But like, like most people, they normally get forgotten within the first couple of weeks. Uh, this so is why I don't bother. I know myself. I know it's not going to happen. I'm quite a big New Year, New Me person mm. for a, for a very limited amount of time. I'm not, but I do like the feeling of the New it's Year. It's a nice feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of yeah, the reset. Yeah. I do see it as just generally a chance to kind of take stock and reflect and think about what you want to yeah. be more proactive about, I suppose, is what it is, isn't it? I think for me, like, <clears throat> I'm still at the stage where I don't really know what day it is, mm. so I'm finding it quite hard to think about well, that for, at the moment. For the listener as well, it is the 30th of December that we're recording this, eve Which of. Which is... It's a Saturday. Saturday. Uh, so New Year's Eve tomorrow... We're off to Signature Brew uh, to see Jamie Lemon and in me and generally dance to old songs because we're old. So that would be <laughs> good fun. Um, we are not old. But... Uh, we are ageing. We are. Yeah, yeah, getting older. There we go. We've um, had a turkey curry, which was very nice. Obviously. Slightly. We'll find out tomorrow whether it was a good idea to do it this long after having the initial turkey. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah. Anyway, Please to the point of out. to the point of why, why we're here. Disgusting man. Um. Yeah, the reflect part of what I was saying. Mm. I've been reading everyone's end of year album lists. Well, yeah, um, most of them have been out since like November, haven't they? Some the big publications do those in November. Hence, why some there will be. No, I absolutely loved the. Uh, I think it's Scissor. I think it's how you mm. say it. Album. Absolutely loved it when it came out at the end of 2022. Yeah, yeah, the key being 2022. Um, yeah, it's not stopped both Pitchfork and Rolling Stone having it as their number one album of 2023 because I get it. They have to, you know, get their article ready in time for the end of the year. But they publish it, like, at the beginning of December. So and what, and also what's you can take st- a little bit yeah, more time. Yeah, what's to stop them doing a last-minute edit as well? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, I get it. I get why it's happened, but I don't like it. This <laughs> is all I'm saying. It made it into my A-list last year. I like that album very, very much. Yeah. Well, luckily, we're not, you know, we're not Enemy. We're not Rolling Stone. Um, no. You will be surprised to know we're not on that same level. So we can be quite flexible and do ours at the very end of the year. Yeah, it's later than... Later than I uh, probably would do it usually. But we've had we've had a busy time. We've been seeing people. We've been seeing family um, members. Um, so yeah, this would use and this... unfortunately that has to take priority over ranking. Yeah, things. I mean, and chances are most people will you know most people will be listening to this in 2024. Use it as a chance to be proactive, like I said, and and maybe check out some albums you might not have listened to this year that you missed out on. Uh, that somehow I, I, I've got a couple that I haven't seen mentioned in any lists at least in my mentions so you know also um, nothing really comes out at the beginning of January well, well. unless you're Chris um, 
In oh. which case, you always manage we, to find something. Shall we just get this out of the way now? I, anyone who listened, who's been listening for a while to the podcast, anyone who listened to our albums of the year podcast last year, knows that Chris likes to brag. No, no, no. Might <laughs> might remember me saying that I wanted to try and actively make a point of not listening to as many new albums this year, so I could just really focus on listening to the ones I enjoyed more often. Um, instead, I've almost doubled the amount of albums I've listened to. I don't know how, don't know why, it's just happened. Is it more than the number of albums James Acaster listened to when he the year that well, he had uh, his well-publicised breakdown? The thing is, James Acaster's thing was different because he carried on listening to albums from that year. Oh, okay. So he's listened to like 2000 or something in the end. Does that many that albums actually get released in a year though? Yeah, there's, st- there's still loads that I... I'm still realising came out that I missed that I mm. wanted to listen to. Like, yeah, there's, there's so many. I think just just but move this is, on. As as I've said before, the point is, and the reason I do it is because I'm fed up with with people saying there's there's no good new music. It's absolute bullshit. It's, it, there's so much out there. There's no good music anymore, Chris. Um, yeah, 580 is the exact number of <laughs> albums and EPs uh, that I've listened to as of recording that have been released in the year 2023. Don't applaud! Don't applaud it, please. No. Less applause. This is a less man. applause. More therapists' phone numbers. This is please. a man in crisis. Deep, um, deep crisis. Anyway. Um. <clears throat> um. What, I haven't what actually counted, but it's definitely it is you know definitely less than that. Mm. Significantly Good. less. Um. We we will do our top ten in ranked order. <laughs> Uh, but well, we've yes. both also <laughs> inevitably I've listened to 580 fucking albums this year I've got some that I want to mention that haven't made my top 10 mm-hmm. but that I, I really enjoyed um, so we'll, we'll we'll go through those each first and then we'll do our top 10s um, any thoughts from you Nikki just on on the music you've listened to this year in general any particular trends you've noticed in terms of what you enjoyed or mm. like any patterns like that or anything or just anything generally that you were more into this year than maybe previous years or less into uh, I have noticed less kind of punk less noisy mm, stuff okay um than there has been in previous years I don't know whether that's just a reflection of the quality of that I mean there's been last few years have been very post-punk heavy mm. that kind of stuff has had a real moment and especially for you that's been a it's yeah been sort of something you've been really into. but I've yeah. found um Particularly in my top ten, there's quite a lot of shoegaze in there. Oh, cool, okay. Um, or you know, shoegaze inspired adjacent, stuff. At least. Yeah, yeah, shoegaze yeah. adjacent, and some quite you know some quite quiet, stripped mm. back singer songwriter stuff. I'd say which mine, is not what I was expecting. I'd say mine is definitely the most like that it's ever been. Yeah. Um, last year was my like year of having more hip hop than usual because mm. you had Denzel Curry. Um, uh, Kendrick, uh, yeah. what was my fa- flip? Vince Staples, um, yeah, and, and and others. Um, so, but this year, that's the one I've really noticed. There's there's not really been any hip hop album that's really connected with me at all. Um, when I was going through my list and stuff, I realised I've listened to a lot less hip hop that I've got excited about. Mm. Um, so hopefully there'll be a bit more of that for me next year, um, and the heavier metal side of things as well has probably been there's not been as much that's really yeah. stood out to me this year 
I don't know if that's because I hit that stuff hard the last couple of years. I got really back into the, and for the first time, really got really into the more extreme and underground metal scene. And I wonder if this year I've just kind of, that's, yeah. the novelty's worn off a little bit maybe this year. Um, so I don't know, we'll see. And I think you've got, you know, you've got your frustrations <laughs> with the scene. Yeah, there's a bit of that. and 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 the same kind of, yeah, same people patting themselves on, patting each other on the backs a little bit. Yeah, um, I feel like a couple of years ago you were really excited mm, about. I still, some I still of the very much, coming out, I still but... very much am. Don't get me wrong, and it's, there's quite a lot in my mentions at least, if not in my top ten. Um, but yeah, yeah, just again, nothing that's kind of really just wowed me in the same way, um, in that sense. Having said that, there's, there's quite, a few, like I said, there's quite a few that just not made my top ten. Is mm. all. Um, yeah. So, do you want to... Sh- shall I do a couple yeah, of mentions first? Yeah, do you want to start reading them off? I've only got a few more than Nikki has yeah. for mentions. Um, I've... Just to make it easier for me to know how to kind of go through these, I've ordered mine by when they came out. Okay. Just because it makes it easier for me. Um, so, what I, you were saying... Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't, so I don't know if that's <laughs> going to be weird. No, 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 it's fine, but like... What are you, you going were... to mention the date then? Cause just I... the month. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, only cause, again, Why do we need to do that? Only... Because it makes it easier for me to know when to say which one. Okay, right. And because um, I, there's certain patterns I've noticed with that, which is okay. quite interesting. I'm but just going to freestyle. You said about January being uh, quite dry for releases a lot of the time. Early January, first couple of weeks of January, one yeah. Of the, one of the, pa- the patterns I noticed is that actually most of my top ten are from the first half of the year. Okay. And a lot of my mentions are as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the first half of the year, it seemed to be when I was connecting with stuff a lot, a lot more. Yeah, um, I wanted to mention. Same, I wanted to mention the surprise New Year's Day release that I listened to uh, from Fireworks, who had been away for a while. They came back with Higher Lonely Power, which kind of has got that more interesting experimental side of kind of emo and Ooh. stuff going on. They've always had that, but this one particularly was really interesting. A lot of interesting production choices and songwriting choices, um, New and Year's one I kept Day. New Year's Day, and I kept going back to it. Um, Again, because I listen to so many, any albums that I've gone back to several times are ones that I know have connected in some way and, and therefore earn a, earn a mention, basically. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that was a pleasant New Year's Day surprise. I could get my list started straight off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, but that was the only January one. But then February, February was an absolute stonker. Have, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. I have one, two, three, four five mentions from February mm-hmm. um, which are 100 Reasons Unexpected Return <laughs> Glorious Sunset hey look I know at least one. Um, Neil who's I know occasional listener to the podcast had had 100 Reasons as their favourite of the year really it's really I mean I was never really that I've into not them the seen, first time so yeah okay fair enough I've not seen a bad word said about, about that album I think no one expected it to be bad necessarily probably expected it to just kind of pass by yeah like the, their last album really kind of didn't didn't do it for people before they sort of stopped um but yeah this is so much better than i think anyone expected mm-hmm. really really hit the heights of of what they used to do and is that a one-off or are they planning I have no on... idea got no yeah. idea they, they don't didn't they haven't done many gigs for it or anything because obviously they stopped for a reason in the first place so it was really just a lovely yeah. surprise that they came back with a new album when no one really thought that was ever going to happen, and 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 it was really good. Um, nice. 
Then also in February you had Caroline Polacek. Yeah, I've got that as one of my honourable mentions. Yeah. Um, I did think when I first listened to it, it had the potential to be in a mm. top 10 end of year thing, but there's, there's been a lot of good stuff this year. Yeah, that's been on a lot of people's yeah. top 10s, hasn't it? I think Pitchfork's number two, I think. So if you weren't wow. counting Scissor, it would be their number one. Wow. Okay. Um, Desire, I want to turn into you. We, we talked about her, obviously, when we saw her at Wide Awake. We did the Wide Awake review episode of the podcast, and we talked about her set headlining that. Yeah, she was really wonderful, wasn't um, she? Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, great album. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the thing for me is I've, I did listen to it a few times and only a couple of songs really mm. stuck with me from those first few listens that's probably why it's not but again maybe it's one of those that just grows with time I needed to give it a bit more attention yeah I mean I still think the opener Welcome oh, to My Island one of the just, best songs of the yeah. year yeah absolutely I mean just, just those vocals yeah 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 completely um then I also remembered quite last minute to put this one on my mentions list, but it was it's not a hip hop group, but the, this album was very hip hop leaning, which is mm. Al- Algier, Algier, Algiers. I don't know how you pronounce it. I know the French word would be Algier. Mm. Um, they're generally like a kind of post punk indie band, three piece. Yeah. But this album, Shook, that came out in February, has got lots of features from hip hop artists. That Delarocas on there, mm. Backwash. So yeah. Backwash, Billy Woods, like there's loads of really cool um, hip hop and hip hop adjacent, I suppose, artists and things with features on it. Um, it's just a really cool, interesting sort of goes off in all different directions. And there's this weird kind of sludgy darkness to it all that's really cool. Do you think I'd like that? I think sounds you would really, like a yeah, lot of it. it. Sounds yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, Hell Ripper. We're going. <laughs> we're getting a bit of the metal in it. Hell Ripper has topped a lot of lists. Um, in the metal kind of side of things, it's very, it's just enjoyable. I think. What, what a is. name! Well, what this a is it, right? Name. It was in. Uh, it was. Um, I know that. Uh, I'm forgetting everyone's names today. Ed Gamble's end of year list. He had it in there. Oh right, okay. Um, and some people taking the mick out of him. Good people homage. who don't know this stuff. Uh, the album is called Warlocks Grim and Withered Hags. <laughs> it's a guy. It's a guy from the Scottish Highlands uh, who. He has a touring band and stuff, but I think most of the recording is just him. I, I might be completely wrong is with that. Is the artwork what, what you'd expect? Yeah, pretty much. It's are actually there, quite are cool. Are there wizards? It's something like someone on horseback. Okay. Um, but it's just really great throwback, but with modern bits, um, like thrash metal album. It's no, 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 no messing about, no frills, just mm. you know what it's going to be, and it does it incredibly well. Um, it's just great fun, I think, is why so many people have enjoyed it so much. And the, the, there's something, and I've I've not looked into it, but a lot of people have commented on the lyrics, particularly as a lot of like folklore and Scottish folklore and stuff going on in the in the lyrics. I think from what I gather. Uh, and the last one of February is one that I listened to again the other day, and Nikki was having a good old giggle. But I, it's because I absolutely loved it the first time. It re, it's one of those albums that's really stuck with me all year. But I only listened to it when it first came out, and then again the other day. Yeah. But I had to mention it for just something a bit different, which was Palobi and the Guokar Masters, which was, uh, and the album is called Abri Cyclonique. The tree stump guy. The tree stump guy. Oh, well, the rock okay. guy. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 music from Guadalupe, Caribbean island. Mm. Um, and it's, the singer is a guy who's been, he's, he's, I can't, he's in his 60s, I think. But he's been a singer in Guadalupe, just in groups and 
vocal groups and stuff on the island and stuff just as a you know for the sake of music and singing yeah um and someone that the person who who i can't remember who it was the person who sort of recorded this album with him was traveling around and and discovered his voice and just thought it was phenomenal and wanted to record him on an album and has produced this album with like using traditional instrumentation but there were different traditional instrumentation from all around the world mixed in with it um peter gabriel was like helped fund it or something i think as well um it's it's really cool it's just really really cool it's very atmospheric at times but it's also really kind of accessible at times as well did you say what it was called sorry yeah yeah that well the the group has been called uh palobi and the guokar masters yeah palobi is the guy i don't know if i'm saying that remotely right um the album is called abri cyclonique um and why did i think there was a tree stump involved no it's uh so the the artwork is is him just sitting cross-legged on this rock by a pond and there's a there's something i read about like a lot of the melodies for the vocals he wrote he used he just goes like all the time goes and sits on this particular rock and just sings to himself in the forest and comes up with these melodies and songs and so some of the stuff that's on there is stuff that he's come up with like that which i just think is good but there's something about the way they've made the album when you listen to it you just you can envision all of that it's it's just really cool that was a Bandcamp discovery actually I think I just went on Bandcamp one day and that was one of the recommended albums what a great life I did sitting see Guardian reviewed it though so it has you know mm. it has got some attention it's, oh, just sitting on a rock in the Caribbean forest singing to yourself yeah gorgeous yeah Highlight, uh, Camargo would be my hi- highlight track okay track 7 I'll put that on a on the playlist we'll do for this yeah Sorry, I've gone on about that one a little bit, yeah. but kind of it's it's Out one I really it really stuck with me, but it's not one I've really gone back to that much. But it's one I know I will go back to regularly mm. from now on, if you know what I mean, at different points in my life. Very nice. That's my February. Do you want to get in with some of yours? I was going to say, shall I shall I throw in a few? Well, I thought I'd just get through my Februarys. Yeah. As that was a big. Well, thing. I haven't. I'm going to do them randomly because yeah. I haven't ordered them or anything. Um. I'm actually going to give a shout out to the new Blur album. Fair. I feel like I need to. Have you given it another listen now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel I, like I need to give it another listen. Um, it, you know, it didn't it didn't make it into my top ten, but I, I feel like I, what I what I appreciated what I appreciated about it. Sorry, was that it wasn't um wasn't just nostalgia. Mm. It was very much a sort of um. A middle, you know, a commentary on being middle-aged, okay. essentially. Um, I do remember it feeling like Blur, but like they were doing some new Yeah, things, and quite, you know, quite melancholy. There's not there's not many of the kind of anthems mm. that we, you associate with Blur. So, like, it did, it did feel like they genuinely had something to say rather than just doing it as a cash-in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know... I don't know whether that will be like their last album or whether they're planning on doing any more. It, it, you know, it feels like a chapter has closed for them mm. in a way. But you know, I think it was it was better than it had any right to be, as Kermode would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I liked it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I do need to go back to that one. Um, another one for me would be uh, James Blake playing Robots mm-hmm. into Heaven. Um, it's more of a return to his kind of clubby yeah. um, electronic roots, um, which 
which I really enjoyed because um, he's sort of lent a bit more into the kind of poppy singer songwriter. Yeah. Singer songwriter is probably not the right way of describing it. Um, but he did, he did, didn't he do some stuff with like Drake or something? No, there was some. He, he's he done low. I mean, he's done low. He's done, you know, he's worked with Beyonce. Yeah. Um, he's kind of become a bit of a super producer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just found, I found, um, you know, it's a dance floor album, really. I just found it really, really fun. It, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, I remember enjoying it when we listened to that together. I didn't go back. Another one would be Blonde Shell, which I think... It's on mine, yeah. Yeah, you'd probably yeah. mention. Um, it is quite a nostalgic album. It is, incredibly. But very 90s. from someone who's very young, yeah. so... I bet, yeah, this is it. It is a 90s nostalgia album, but it has got a, a freshness to it as well. Yeah. It's got a bit of vitality to it. And yeah, just really kind of sunny, you know. Well, again, it, it, we it, talked it's, about, again we talked about the fact that she was her her set at Wide Awake was our introduction to festival season yeah. this year and just was perfect for it. It's always got that um, kind of sepia tone yeah. to it. Um very American. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, how else would you Absolutely describe it? Absolutely soaked in chorus effect pedals, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. beautiful. Um yeah, no, I I think but I think as well as all of that, the the key to why it's probably on both our lists and why it's it's done well generally, actually, considering because this was an April release, so it's you know it's a while ago at this point for end of year lists. Um, the songwriting's really good. There's yeah. really catchy choruses and really good, and the lyrics are interesting, and it's just you know it's just an all round good album. I think if you don't, again, it's not it's not high art and it's not groundbreaking in any sense, but what it's doing, it's doing incredibly well. Um. April was another good month, actually. I've yeah. got four in my mentions from April. Um, I had before March, I've got one, which was the HIRS Collective, I think is how it's meant to be said, oh. or the Hearst Collective, I'm not sure. But it's, a, it's like a... I think it's like a collective of underground punk musicians, essentially okay. American hardcore punk. I don't know much. I've not looked much into it. They've done a lot of stuff. But this album particularly, We're Still Here, it was meant to be like a kind of celebration of LGBTQ plus communities in the punk scene and that mm. kind of stuff. The, the opening and title track, We're Still Here, features Shirley Manson. Um, oh, nice. And nice. Lot, again, loads and loads and loads of guest people on it, on the album. Um, it's heavy. It's it's yeah. really bloody loud yeah. and fast. and <laughs> but So it's not for everybody. But if you are into any of the sort of heavier leaning stuff, it's well worth a visit. If you didn't, it's it's one of the more sort of vibrant, exciting releases along that side of things mm, for me this cool. year. It almost ticked the so 2021's album of the year for me was um, the Armed Ultra Pop. Yeah, it kind of ticked that box for me in terms of it just being an onslaught, but a really engaging, interesting onslaught on, yeah. on the senses. Um, did the did the arms? new one make any no only made it into the mentions this year okay perfect saviors yeah Yeah. really good i think the first half's better than the second for me probably yeah the song sport of form which kicks off the second half you've got sport of measure kicks off side a sport of form kicks off side b as it were um sport of form is probably my out and my song of the year that as in that isn't in my top 10 albums Mm. i think that song is one of the best things they've done um, but 
that came out before the album did and to me when I listened to the album I was a bit disappointed that the yeah. album didn't quite oh I hate when that happens didn't quite meet the quality yeah. of that song um, for me anyway I know lots of people have, have, have liked it a lot more but um, I always feel like you should never release your best song first yeah and I get it you want you want to sort of show you want a statement of showing what this album's yeah. going to be and all that kind of thing what, what is cool is that they've really leaned into the more melodic side of things on this one yeah um, which I kind of predicted they would do. I think it's the kind of the more in, where they haven't gone before, um, and they do it really well. And it's a good, you know it's made my mention out of five hundred and eight albums. It's well, made yeah. my honourable mention. Can't be mentions. that bad. So it's really good, but it's just a shame that it's not quite. Again, like I said, their last one was my album of that year. Mm. This one's not even on top ten, but it's 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 up there. And it's just there's yeah didn't quite grab me in the same way. Do you want to do a couple more? Yeah. So um, another one that made my mention was um, Bar Italia, Tracy mm. Denham. So yeah, they, so you've, they've had a second one after yeah, that. Yeah, well, so they actually they? released two albums this year. Um, but it's it's the first one I've had sort of more you know more mm. more time to sort of get into. Apparently, they've had a huge kind of cult following for a while, but I was only really aware yeah, of them. I was really this surprised year. when we saw again at Wide Awake. We saw a couple of people with their T-shirts yeah. on and things. Like I personally, I don't really get it. Um, I've tried a few times with them. Yeah, and apparently they've been pretty much sort of anonymous until now. Mm. Um, so I don't know whether that's created like mm. a kind of mystery around them. Um, but yeah, this album is, is you know it's basically made up of I think it's fifteen or sixteen very short kind of I suppose you'd call it post punk, but there's also I, some songs in there I, that sound like a bit more like the XX but with more guitar. Yeah, I felt like it had a bit of a New York feel to it. Yeah, like the sort of you know we talked about yeah yeah yeahs and Strokes and all that so that era of the like yeah. New York sleaze indie kind of boom. Yeah, I felt like it had a bit that of that feel to well. it. And and yeah, it's and it's definitely got shoegaze yeah, yeah, yeah. elements in it as well. So that kind of fits with a lot of other stuff I've listened to this year. I should have made a note actually, but there's something I read an article I read recently from a music journalist just saying how we seem to be at the very peak of the sort of shoegaze revival yeah. at the moment. Like it's just seeping into every other genre. Which is, you know, probably why there's so much of it. Yeah, well yeah. In my yeah. um But yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Um have you got fever rain by any chance? Uh, I will be talking about that later. Oh, I see. Okay. But yes. Um, yes, we'll con- we can come back to yeah. that because uh, that yeah. To be honest, that that was pretty close to yeah. making my top ten, um, but has just squeezed into my mm-hmm. mentions. Um, the new Sampha album. Did I? I only gave it that one listen. We we listened to it together. Um, it's great. Yeah. But I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had time to really go back to that one much. So, Lahai, I think, I guess is how you pronounce mm. it. Um, so, yeah. His, his voice is just incredible. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what... It, it, yeah, it's an like, incredibly beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, I think his, his first... His second album, the it's first... Only, it's, it's only his second yeah, album, so the, yeah. I think the first one... I think it was seven the, years? Yeah, won the Mercury, didn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry if there was if there was anything before that, there, there might well have been, but... No, 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 it's definitely his second yeah. full length. And it's yeah, it's more of a it's a lot more hopeful in mm. in tone, I think. Um, but yeah, but still kind of retains that yeah that intimacy. And again, I think what I liked about it is that for someone like him who's been away for seven years and has become so much more popular and renowned, he's done a lot of features on other people's out like some yeah. pretty massive albums. 
he could have done a follow-up album of getting all these people in on his yeah. album and, they, and he hasn't he's kept it pretty humble still you know yeah it's still like really understated mm. um so yeah i thought nice. yeah it didn't dis- it didn't disappoint um yeah no i agree yeah i definitely want to go back to that uh i've got a couple couple of other april ones to go back to uh and again i don't know I don't know if you've actually listened to this properly yet or not and if so whether you're going to talk about it later or not I don't think so uh, uh, Benefits yes I'm going to talk about you that you are going later. to talk about that later yeah okay I'll save my chat for that then um, one you definitely won't be <laughs> uh, Wallowing Wallowing actually they're my number one Nikki so. knows Nikki knows Wallowing as the Bristol Waterstones band yeah yeah because yeah. uh, she very much enjoyed the clips I showed her of them doing a set in Bristol's I, branch of Waterstones. I don't know if I enjoyed is the right word. I, I enjoyed the, enjoyed the novelty of it. it yeah. And I think more bands should do that. I mean, I think, you know, anyone who's into the UK underground metal scene knows who Wallowing are. But they were one of my favourite sets of Arc Tangent this year. Their album, Earth Reaper, from this year is so good. Um their whole theming and everything concept is all sort of sci-fi and sci-fi kind of horror and stuff. Um, they wear space beekeeper suits, essentially. Wonderfully nerdy, then. Yeah, oh, yeah. They release a graphic novel with each album that, yes, gets, that tells the story. I'm assuming they're boys. They re- oh, they are boys, yes. Yeah, I was say. They release, uh, they release um, custom-made figurines of themselves <laughs> and other characters from the story. Oh, it's just glorious. There was a special um, limited edition box set cassette version of the album you could get, which was in this weird sci-fi metal casing thing. Oh, it's just beautifully nerdy. I love it. But along <laughs> along with all that, it is crushingly heavy and really yeah. and just really the music itself is really cool. Um, I really like the structure of this album this year, particularly that, that it's kind of split with sort of ambient synthy bits in between the main songs. There's only like four or five main songs on the album. The last one is like 17 minutes long or something. Um, nice. But it's one of those that's just a cool thing from start to finish as one whole piece. Uh, and again, one that's made a lot of end-of-year lists for that kind of side of stuff, um, and rightfully so. It's great. It's been really cool. I've been following them on Instagram for a few years. It's been really cool to see them, their popularity really yeah. kind of explode. It's really well-deserved. I think any, anyone that puts that amount of effort into their whole project like that, it's it's deserved. I always know. have a, loads of respect for bands that do that. Yeah, absolutely. Even if like... Just fully commit Not to the a bit. money-making thing, they just do no, it no, they love purely it. Because, yeah, purely because they're into stuff like that and they want... Yeah, I, 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 I just love it. Um, the last April one I've got is, um, again, one that I feel like some lists maybe forgot about, but then no, most of them have probably remembered it, but... St. Pierre Snake Invasion, Galore, Okay. I think was a really anticipated album and it came out and everyone raved about it and then it seemed to go really quiet. Yeah. I thought you said um, Kerrang! had it as their number one or did I make that up? Uh, somebody did. Maybe not Kerrang! I don't think it was Kerrang! I might be wrong. I don't think it was. Um, but the, I mean, nothing... The, the thing that cemented for me how much this band are just operating at the peak of their powers was again their arc tangent set it was just like seeing a different band they they have just completely embraced the confidence that they've earned from yeah. um Capri Saint-Chanté before this um 
the album before this one and this one is just a complete like that one was the they're angry like no we can do this mm-hmm. and this one was like the peacock feathers in full bloom just going like check this out um yeah really really cool uh yeah anything else you want to mention now i don't i don't have loads more how many in my, more have you got mentions so how many have you got i've Cause... got uh four more one of which don't want you rabbiting off <laughs> no um okay well i also want to mention boy genius which i know you have yeah. mixed feelings about only only mixed feelings and i feel like i'm surprised by how high in a lot of lists it is yeah and by you know, how much people have loved it because i really love julian baker's last album mm-hmm. and, and her in general same with phoebe bridges mm-hmm. i don't really know is it lucy i don't know how you say her second name dacus dacus i think um i don't really know her stuff particularly well but i felt like boy genius i was really excited for and it just didn't quite meet my expectation yeah. for how much I love them individually yeah it's been it's been number one in quite a few people's lists yeah um, yeah it didn't quite make it into my top ten but I, I, I found it really I, I found I, I really enjoyed it don't yeah, get me wrong yeah no I but... found I, I'm I really enjoy all their solo stuff mm. and I felt like actually their kind of voices were and not just their voices their voices in their song it works really well together yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I think their personalities yeah, like, the, all really, the promotion around yeah. it was really fun and I really enjoy that side of it yeah. and like they've become almost a brand yeah um, and it's just they're clearly like having the time of mm. their lives and they're such awesome women and, and there's there's that really important word that we haven't mentioned yet in any of these albums that I think this that one is maybe one of the best examples of so far is authenticity yeah I think that's why so many people have really clung to it because it it does it feels authentic. And it's an indie record. It, it, it's not particularly like fashionable. No, that's what I mean. It's it's true to them and what yeah. they want to do that, and know, what they love. They're not trying to be massively kind of groundbreaking. No, it's just you know a cel- a celebration of you know talented women yeah. being friends and doing what they do best and making great music together yeah um so yeah i really enjoyed and, that and three slightly awkward yes, women but yes. that are considered cool i think that's what's nice about it do you know what i mean yeah it's it's not three like misfits coming together it's very awesome. different to like um i don't know taylor swift hayley williams and someone else in that group <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. coming and doing an album together it's a very different kind of vibe um, I think, but I think that's why people have really embraced yeah. it, and their matching suits and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will also mention Lancome's album. Yeah, which okay. I know you also have. Uh, again, I, I get sort of feelings. I, about. I'm. It, it's tricky. I'm really pleased people love it as much as they do. Put it that way. I'm really glad people love it as mm. much as they do. I think the reason it didn't make me sort of step back and go wow in the same way is is that I have listened to a lot of um, like harmonised vocal groups doing folk mm. music like that. It's not that though, is but, it? It's but, so it's eighty minutes. But it's sprawling. It's dark. It's yeah, dense. this is what I appreciate that they've done is add those like drones and things mm. going under it, and and that kind of almost sinister, yeah, under, underfeel to it all. But but a lot of the best old folk does that. Mm. That's what I mean. And I think people have this idea of folk in their head that is very different. Well, yeah, to that. But that I stuff yeah. is out there. 
from before. Mm. Um, and Lancome have been doing this for ages. Yeah, exactly. They're um, not a new band. They've just finally found like, but, that but, audience. Yeah. Um, so, I, again, I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoy it. But I was very surprised to see certain people who previously have never shown much interest in that side of things mm. absolutely loving it. But I think that explains... That's a good thing, though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think that explains why they've loved it so much is because they've discovered a new kind yeah. of music they didn't realise they enjoyed. And that's a great thing. You know, I've read people saying it's like the OK Computer or Dark Side of the Moon wow. of folk, which wow. is quite a big statement. Yeah, I'm not sure it's quite up there, but I think it's definitely an album that I want to listen to yeah. more and more because I feel Absolutely. like it's got those complexities that you probably only appreciate... With deeper After listens. more listens. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Completely. It's exci- I, I found it exciting. That's what's, mm. that's what's so great about it. Is that... I think for me, the excitement is almost what it could open the door to. Mm-hmm. And get and people getting more into folk and folk becoming less dusty. Yeah. You know? That's well, like... yeah. And apparently they had a gig just before Christmas at the Roundhouse, which mm. was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. Really pleased that's done well. Um... The only other one on my honourable mentions is one, I, I don't know if it's in your top ten, it's the new Sigaross. Uh, I will be talking okay, look, about we'll that later. Okay, we'll come back to that then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, uh, so I've got an honourable mention for Graham Chatton. Yeah, let's come back to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then, probably the heaviest, and I mean, these last three are all on the heavier side of things, actually, but probably the heaviest album in in every sense of the word that I've listened to this year is uh, Torpor, Torpor, I think you say it, T-O-R-P-O-R, that's the word, isn't okay. it, Torpor? Um, with their album, Abscission, again, it's made quite a lot of lists in sort of that that side of stuff. Devastating album <laughs> is the best way to describe it. What, um, as in like lyrical content? Yeah, just everything, everything. It's. Savage. I think it has come out of a dark place for them from what I gather okay. I think they well I, I, I chatted very briefly with them about a, about a gig yeah a while back um, and complimented them on the album and they said you know yeah thanks it's been really bloody tough getting you know right, like okay. writing it and I think it's come from quite a real place and it's it's quite a cathartic yeah and it comes it through is. when you listen to it. it it's yeah it's not a feel good <laughs> not one to put on at the summer barbecue um, I think we should try it, <laughs> especially but when family are around. Again, anyone who's into the sort of heavier side of things and is interested in, like, I'd say if you get enjoyment out of listening to things, like I think one I've talked, one that I've really loved in the last few years that has a similar feel in that sense is um, the last Lingua Ignota album. Oh. Like that idea of it just feeling like someone being absolutely tortured <laughs> yeah. and it being recorded. Um, it doesn't leave you feeling very good about the world. <laughs> but, but. No. You know, I think you get it from a film perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. That definitely. Kind, you know, that idea that artistically you have to admire what they've achieved with it, basically. Leaves you completely broken inside, yeah. but also kind of. In awe of the fact that someone's yeah. been able to achieve that through an album. Yeah, Basically. exactly. Yeah. Um, then uh, two sort of more late. That was September. I've got one in from October and one from December. December. Which, so my October one is Dreamwell. I think it's their second album. It's the second one that I've known about. Um, American kind of screamo metal band. 
hate that word because people think of something that's wrong a lot yeah. of the time. Um, but I instantly think of MySpace. Yeah, which is absolutely not it. Um, so the album, however, <laughs> the album is called In My Saddest Dreams, I Am Beside You. Okay, fine. MySpace. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was a near top 10. Ooh. It's really, really cool. It's just full of chunky bits and riffy bits and screamy <laughs> bits and pretty bits. Uh, it's the kind of album that I try to aim for if when right. I'm writing that side of stuff. Like it's it takes you on a journey, goes to lots of different places. Shall I pop it on? Um. I mean, give it a go. Okay. I don't think it's you your thing. You might be surprised, you know. You might be, but, I, you know, you might appreciate them live more, maybe. I'm, I'm very keen to see them mm. when they're next over here. Um, and, okay. yeah, my December one, which I think, again, is one that maybe could make it into the top ten with more time. Mm. But I've not had a lot of time to sort of digest it. Mm, it's been Christmas. Yeah. I've anticipated this one since I knew it was coming, and it, I only knew it was coming quite shortly before it came out. It's quite a last-minute announcement. Um, full of hell and nothing. Right. Collaborative album. So that's full of hell plus the band nothing. Yes. Not full of hell. But what I like is it creates the band full of hell and nothing. Yeah. uh, Which is a great name. Um, Yeah. Like nothing. Haven't done anything for a little while. Their album. Nothing have done nothing. Was it 2020? The Great Dismal, their album, I think, was my album of the year for 2020. I decided. The naked guy on the front. The one with the old beardy naked guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have done anything since that. Well, definitely not album wise anyway. Um, Full of Hell, a great. I saw them support Converge uh, in Brixton, I think it was, earlier this year. Or late last year. can't remember. Um, I think it was last year. It was last year, wasn't it? But they, 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 yeah, I love both of them. And I couldn't really imagine what they would do together. Because Full mm. of Hell are like a grindcore band, noise, yeah. grindcore, nothing very much shoegaze, grungy kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the album When No Birds Sang, uh, it's just glorious. It's got bits of both of what you'd expect both those bands to do, but some real sort of almost post-metally, post-rocky stuff right. in there. I showed you the album cover when I was listening to it, which you quite liked. It was just kind of the three stripes of sky. It was very sort of not what you'd expect from an Can album that sounded like that. Oh yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. For an album that... You Not know, what you'd expect. For an album that sounds like it does. I mm. think it's quite cool. I like it when you have a juxtaposing artwork like that. Agreed. Anyway, that's that's all our mentions. <laughs> it's been a good year for yeah, music. It has. It really so, has, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't mind spending no a bit of time going through those. No good music anymore, Chris. No good music anymore. No. Best music was in the 70s. Yeah. Don't listen to any music. Anyway... Top 10 time. Yes. Top 10 time. Yes, yes, yes. Top 10 time. <laughs> um, do you want to start? Enjoying the Imperial Stout. Oh, yeah. we, we Well, yeah, we haven't mentioned that. Nikki bought me a bottle of Siren's Dark and Perilous Night. Yeah, I was going to say Mysterious. No, Dark Perilous, and Perilous yeah. Night, I think it is. 12.5% barrel-aged dark ale. Yeah, it's just, it's just, just a light, you know light breakfast drink mm, it's lovely it's uh, Christmas so yeah. it's the kind of thing thank you, you should Simon. be drinking really thank you Siren yeah they made it 
um, anyway, what's your number 10 album of 2023, Nikki? So my number 10 is Be Your Own Pets, Mommy. Mommy, oh, of course you haven't mentioned that. Um, sorry, I, there's no way of saying that without sounding ridiculously... Mommy! <laughs> Um, so their first release in 15 years mm, that third man records gig yeah. was great we're lucky enough to see them play at the blue basement and third yeah. man records um, by the way talked about. I don't know if we did or not I can't remember must have done I think we did just my favourite new venue if there's ever a band I like that are going to be playing there I want to so go so good it, it, sound it, is incredible it seems like at the moment they mainly put on bands that are signed to the man well yeah which makes sense it's absolutely tiny and I'd never I'd never seen them when they were around before Mm. because I was a bit too young obviously because I'm so young um (laughs) but yeah they they've still managed to I was you know I was so so like impressed and they still managed to retain that really kind of chaotic yeah I was gonna say for for me that's what was missing from the album Mm. was that sort of energy that's in the earlier stuff yeah, I but think... But live, that is absolutely still there, yeah. completely. So it's obviously an active choice, musically, to, to sort of I go think, in a slightly different direction. I think the production is a bit more polished, but mm. one of the reasons I liked it, because I do actually think it still retains that kind of... Um, you know, that... that The garage rocky feel yeah, is still there almost, isn't it? But it's it's definitely more mature, mm. and um, Jemina Pearl, the lead singer, was like only in her teens when... Yeah they were around the first time so i think it's kind of really nice to see her like almost reclaiming her womanhood mm-hmm. and you know she's a mum now and embracing those new themes and not not trying to recreate what they had yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and you know showing that they haven't just got back together to to as a you know mm. as a cash grab they they genuinely want to make new music and this is like the start of a new chapter for them um, so yeah, I really yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think you know it hasn't really. I think they were. I I don't really have a sense of like how popular they were. I think they were probably quite a cult band. They, no, were they, they were pretty popular back in when first time round. Yeah. I definitely remember their name being around a lot. I was never that into them, but I remember their name being around a lot. Mm. And I remember, and I know a lot of people were very excited about their comeback gigs. Yeah. And but, yeah, I was I was really impressed by the new one. Nice. Yeah. I can't remember if it went on my A list or my B list, but I enjoyed it. Um, my number ten. So something I was going to say is I think a lot of maybe why why the sort of general styles of music changes year by year for me that makes it in there. I think a lot of it for me is about discovery and um, surprise. Mm. If I'm surprised by something, it's going to have a bit more an impact on me and be more likely to make it higher up my list at the end of the year. What, one of those sort of on both fronts is my number 10 which is Animal Collective of course um, isn't it now we might, if yes. anyone's listened to our Revisited we did Nick was oh, very knew... surprised by how much I loved it no I I, um, I liked it no 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 but I remember you being quite surprised by just how much how yeah. much I was in like it was, it's now my second favourite Animal Collective album yeah. but again it's the whole thing of I feel like I've discovered Animal Collective this year through doing the podcast mm-hmm. so I had that built up Re, like newly discovered um, appreciation for the band anyway yeah. just in time for that new album coming out and then really enjoyed that as a whole album um, in the context of everything they've done before so I think that's a big part of it 
but I yeah. still I still maintain I think it's an incredibly constructed album um, some beautiful moments on it some of their most accessible moments on it as well yeah I agree with that and I think didn't didn't do anywhere near as well as it should have done no definitely not it didn't seem to get that much attention no. at all like I, like I think they've got their fan base who are always mm. going to be excited about everything they do yeah. but they just like yeah, music media just doesn't really yeah, pay that much attention to them. I think, it's because, Pitchfork, I think it's because they're unpredictable and they have done some less interesting stuff recently and yeah. things. Um, I think yeah. they're bigger in America. I, I feel like they're bigger in America. but I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but I probably, yeah, I probably should have mentioned that because that was a genuinely, like, while I didn't love all of it, it was a genuinely, like, exciting mm. album to listen to. Yeah. Again, I feel like they're still very much out there on their own. I can't think of anything else I've listened to this year that I'd really compare it to. Yeah. Um, um, what's your number nine? Um, so my number nine is uh, Death Crash. Mm. So is that... I mean, I was, well, we're on top ten, so it's my number seven. Okay. Uh, less. Less. From March, yeah. Is less more, in uh, your view? Well, this <coughs> maybe is a case for that, yeah. It is very minimalist in places. Yeah. I remember being very taken aback by the intro to the album, which is just basically very quiet drums doing quite sporadic, strange rhythms for a while. And it's quite a bit It's quite a bit shorter than mm. their first album, isn't it? The and first one is very long, though. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think we both said that it's, you know, it's... it's they're leaning more into their emo post-hardcore. There's some very emo moments on it influences um rather than doing that kind of sprawling shoegaze Mm. stuff but that's still there it's still there for sure um i think but i think like say i think the minimalist part of it is what really yeah the quiet bits are really quiet that's but that's the side of it that actually i i've really enjoyed Mm. and i think it's the the way they go from that to the louder more emo-y even screamy bits at Mm. times you know the whole loud quiet thing has been done to death but they've done it in a way that you almost don't notice it's changed until it's halfway through that Mm. next bit you don't notice the change until well after it's happened and you're like hang on how did we get here um i think it's beautiful i think it's really beautiful and i think it's really it's one of the most emotionally impactful albums Mm. on my list i don't even know why i've not paid much attention to the lyrics but there's just (laughs) something about musically it just really hits you in the right places I think, um, and again, a band that just weirdly—I don't know where they fit in the music That's scene at the moment. That's what I love about them. They seem to like transcend yeah. all the scenes. Like when we went to that gig at Fabric, yeah, where they were playing it, it was just people from every kind mm. of, you know, you got the emo kids, you got the, you know, you got every the, age got as the well. six like, music yeah. dads, yeah, emo kids—is that even a thing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I preferred it to the first one. I know you still prefer the first one, I think, don't you? But... I think I do, but that was that was my kind of discovery point. Yeah. And I was like, Oh you know, who's this? Yeah, no, I think I think this one deserves to go down as a masterpiece yeah. and be remembered for a long time. Oh interesting. But yeah. I don't know if it will. Well it was um, supposed to be an E P apparently. Oh really? Because it's only seven tracks, isn't it? Yeah, and it only came, like... their 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 well, first nine, album yeah. only came out last year. Was it only last yeah. year? Oh, my I'm pretty sure. So um, I don't think yeah. it was even meant to be an album, but I think they realised they had too much material. It's forty something minutes, so it's absolutely album length. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah it's made me really excited to see where they go next yeah um my number nine Mm. (laughs) uh is the heaviest album probably yes definitely in my top 10 um as years ago as soon as i heard that simon neil and mike venart were working on a heavy album together oh this has made your top 10 i got very excited and i've been a very patient boy (laughs) uh and i remember the little internet crowd of nerds similar to me as soon as Mike Venart mentioned that it was definitely coming out this year, just went into meltdown. <laughs> like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming! And it came. And it wasn't at all what I expected. No. But in a good okay. way. Um, I think it, it for a long time, it had been teased as basically a grindcore project. Yeah. Which, like, I was always like, oh, this will be fun. But actually, what they've done with it is so much more interesting than that. Um, there are some sort of grindcore and some thrashy bits. There's, basically, they've managed to celebrate, because they're both metal fans across the board, Yeah. and they've managed to celebrate pretty much every genre of metal within one album without it sounding kind of novelty, which is amazing. They've got Dave Lombardo of Slayer on drums, which mm. obviously helps. And the fact that he joined them for the tours and things as well is incredible. Like, big respect for him to yeah. really committing to it. But he absolutely loves it. He like There's an interview I've read with him about how impressed he was when he, when he was sent the demos. Mike Venart basically sent the demos to him and just like, fuck it, why not? We may as well try and get him. Yeah. Um, and he responded back saying how much he loved it and absolutely was all on board with it. That's very cool. Um, yeah, we saw them a couple of months ago, didn't we? Yeah, we saw them... Was it uh, Electric Brixton? Yeah. Um and they were great live as well. Really yeah, for cool. some for some reason, I didn't know that you were as blown away with the album as it's, you were. It's, it's it, yeah, it's been a slow creep. It only mm. came out in October. No, sorry, September. Yeah. Um, and so it came out, and I initially listened to it and was like, "Yeah, that's really cool," and then left it for quite a while. And I think it was only when we were then going to see them live, and since mm. that I've got more into it and appreciated it a bit more. Mm. Like there's one track I can't remember what it's called now, but there's one track that is just Dave Lombardo drumming and Simon Neil screaming over the mm. top of it. Did so they like, play that one? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, which has, is is one of my favourite tracks on the album. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but you wouldn't think on paper that that would sort of you know work. Um, that's just great. Any, I mean, anyone who is going to be interested in it has probably heard it. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, one of yeah, it's exactly. one of those. There's no point in me really preaching about it, but. I think I don't know. I suppose if anyone listens that's sort of maybe not as in touch with newer music, hi dad. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> but genuinely, I think it's got that kind of appeal. Yeah. For like older metalheads and things, and that's what I mean. That's 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 kind of what it sounded like to me. It's got, it's got that, but you can tell it's been it's an album that's been made by those people. Yeah. But. By but also by people like Venner and Simon Neil mm. who are, who are notorious for creating inventive, groundbreaking, heavy music. So it's more than the sum of its parts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I'm not I'm not the arty, target market. No, it's a, it's an arty metal album. Is how okay. I would basically describe it. That's how I see it. Um, great cover art from. Uh, Daniel P. Carter as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool album. Whereas I much prefer <laughs> the support band we saw at that gig. Mm. 
Nice segue. Which is my number eight. Yeah, fair. I mean, again, this, I remember when we were talking about, we weren't talking about what was in our top tens leading up to doing this, but we were. Talk, I was saying to Nikki before that there are some albums, I, I found doing my top ten really tricky because I kept thinking of albums that I wanted to be in my top ten, yeah. but I couldn't get all of them in. And this, yeah, Benefits is one of them. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, to be honest, it's probably the most probably the heaviest one in my it's, top 10 I mean it's it's pretty unrelenting isn't it in terms of, if you take heaviness to mean a certain thing then it's one of the heaviest albums I've listened to all year it's I've seen a lot of re- some like comments from people and things I think he um, uh, the guy from Benefits like po- did a post of sort of negative reviews they've had on comments on stuff yeah of like people just saying how it's unlistenable and <laughs> things like which I get like the production is very lo-fi and it's so noisy and loud and abrasive yeah it's pretty brutal um but but it needed to be yeah and I think the the anger is palpable yeah um but also, I think seeing them live added that extra oh, appreciation so for me. Like for me, they were they were so much better. Than he he is Bastard. such a good performer. Kingsley is that his name? Kingsley I don't actually don't, don't actually know his name. Yeah, yeah. Like I had I I'd listened to them and I followed them online for a while. Mm. Never seen them live before that, and I was really taken aback by how good a performance it was. Yeah. Like he's a natural. Yeah, he's incredible. He just has the crowd, you know. And I really like the fact they describe themselves as an issues-based music collective. Yeah. So that stuff is like unashamed. Oh, the politics is front, front and, and center. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, you just look at the song titles to a lot of the album and or the I, lyrics. And I, I suppose like some people might say that's like quite on the nose. And but I think people shy away from that now, yeah, and so it has more impact. There's no subtlety. Yeah. But you know what? At a time like this, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck subtlety, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But it also feel, it feels really authentic as well. Oh, completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is punk, but I don't know. They're not not you know they've noise. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I don't even know if it is pretty hard to define. I would yeah. say, yeah, because you know there's some like synth in there. So isn't it's there? electronics. It's noisy. No, yeah, just noisy punk, but but not. Oh, yeah, I don't. It's tricky to it's tricky to describe it. The way the way I think I described it to Nikki when I first listened to it was um, uh, sleeper mods, but not for wankers. Ouch. Yeah, it, that, but also, it's it's not sleeper mods. Oh, it's so much heavier than that. But, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah what I mean. of course, yeah. Yeah, again, really excited to see what they... Was that their first album? No. Um, they go back a while. About, I was about to... What about you going? They've definitely been around a while. Yeah. I don't know in terms of albums. Um, I don't know if they've, they've had albums or just EPs or what. I'm pretty sure they've had an album before that. I might be wrong. But, like, the lack of reaction from... Oh, um, well, I was going to say... Crowd. Absolute respect to Empire State Bastard taking them on tour. Mm. It was through... Um, Mike Van Art contacted him on Twitter, I think, because they, like, communicated on Twitter yeah. a lot. And invited them out on a tour, which you know put them in front of biggest audiences they've probably had, playing some of the biggest venues they've played. But the crowd being what the crowd were for Empire State Bastard, as we've kind of already alluded to, I think yeah, a lot of it went over their heads. Yeah, a little bit. There's no, um, there's no riffs. Yeah, the lack of guitars upset people. I think. Yeah, it's. 
yeah. it's all really disjointed we and messy and yeah again one of those glitchy, things that's called, glitchy yeah, and, and also like, raw yeah one of those things that again you were talking about is quite like uncomfortable to listen to mm. but you're really glad you have swinging to a completely different reason for my number eight mm. uh, it's a January I think it was like the second week of the year or something release but I kept going back to it all year uh, and I wanted to make sure it was in the top ten to absolutely fuck off the haters Billy No Mates oh yes um, no that should have been in my mentions because Cacti was the yeah. album I've not seen it on any lists I've not seen it being mentioned at all in end of year discussions which is which an is absolute travesty it's full of pop bangers mm. but that also have this real emotional depth to them and this this I've used this word already but this vitality this just like and again authenticity comes through I think yeah. is the word that I'd use um, she is vastly underrated oh, as a performer and as a I'd, songwriter now, I mean we've talked about her quite a lot in the past like I've never really got her much before mm. I think you know, I joked about Sleepford Mods earlier, but I know she's had a lot to do with them in the past and things. And the name Billy No Mates comes from when she was at a Sleaford Mods gig and some twat in the crowd made a comment about her being on her own or something. Twats at a Sleaford Mods gig. I know, it's mad. Put them on the stage, they'll be on the crowd. Um, yeah, but, you know, she's done some stuff with them. And I feel like her output before this album has been quite similarly sort of lo-fi and raw in a way very minimalist that's, but that's her entire thing but. it is but this album feels so much more like lush and yeah. poppy but yeah. in a really cool way there's even bits that I thought like felt kind of I don't know like 70s and 80s rock and that yeah, kind of you yeah. know there's those kind of melodies going on um, the, the single um, Spite is one of my songs of the year so good I just kept so going back catchy. to that so absolute earworm. Um, but because she doesn't play with a band. Well, see, it was Glastonbury, wasn't it? Yeah. That she performed the with her laptop and her and a vocal. Which, again, funnily enough, I don't see these same balding guys making these comments about Sleaford Mods doing that. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. But because she's a woman, mm. it's got to be. Yeah. It is. Um, she got the wrath of people going, oh, this isn't even a proper musician and all this fucking bullshit it's 2023 get over guitars um i love a guitar you know yeah. but you can create cool music without one yeah is what i'm getting at um and she i like we don't know what she's doing at this point and she is playing some gigs she's doing as yeah, yeah, no mates yeah. still because I, so. I know that at one point she was saying she was just gonna stop performing yeah. as Billy no mates and everything as a result because it was so upsetting i think she is tentatively coming back okay good um but we'll see I hope so, because because it'd be a real shame for that to have killed the momentum of her creativity f of how how it's been going based mm. on this album. Um, yeah, I, this is like I said, this is one that I've got in my top ten that I've not seen in any other lists, which is why I wanted to make sure it was there because I really hope anyone listening to this that hasn't listened to it will go back and check that one out. Yeah, I think it's a real shame. I just, yeah, I think <clears throat> she's like consistently overlooked to mm. be honest. So yeah, I'm glad you got that one in there. I enjoyed it as well. Good. <laughs> so, Nikki, what's your number seven? Uh, so my number seven is Slow Dive. Everything is alive. Oh, I didn't know you'd Bit gone back to this. Yeah. 
we listened to it together and then yeah I, I, I haven't gone back to it I don't think no it's really good so um, obviously uh, early 90s shoegaze pioneers um, came back in 2017 after a long break mm. so this is like the second album of their second phase as it were and yeah it's just everything you'd expect from slow dive just beautiful yeah I've never really listened to them before as many people have criticised me for mm. as I really should do but um, it sounded exactly like I expected it to sound yeah. based on what I'd been told essentially um, yeah I enjoyed it a lot just not one I've gone back yeah, to yeah just very kind of atmospheric um, you can see the influence that they've, they've had, had yeah, on yeah. a lot of kind of more contemporary bands um, again it's 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 an album that I'll continue going back to, mm. I'm sure. But yeah, really loved it. Nice. Uh, my number seven we've already had, which was Death Crash. Nice. Uh, so we're on to your number six. Yeah, so it's Green Chatton. There he is. <laughs> which I hope we're saying right. I think it's got to be Green. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, so we met for people who don't know, Green is. Uh, frontman of Fontaine's DC. Mm. Obviously, like, very celebrated. Uh, contemporary post-punk band yeah, so which... I think their album well their album was in my top 10 last yeah. year I can't remember where top half I think I think yeah like one of the most exciting bands yeah I, I making do, music today well, I would say I think they get more exciting with every album at the moment for me mm. um, and we haven't but, done them on the podcast Have they? they've only had four haven't they three three yes of course yeah. god is it really only three yeah um, but I think that's what's remarkable about this album as well his solo album is, yeah, I, I was really impressed with it. It could have honest. easily just sounded like an acoustic Fontaine's album, but it's definitely got its own character. Yeah, I think <clears> it really <throat> cements him as like one of today's great songwriters. Mm-hmm, completely. Um, I yeah, put it on and I was immediately kind of immersed yeah. in his world. Um, you know, you've got some. It's clear he's very influenced by people like Nick Drake, Elliot Smith. Yeah, Shane obviously. Shane, yeah, his vocals are really distinctive, but he's kind of like dialed dialed them down in a lot of places. Yes, but he hasn't not you know he hasn't lost that kind of distinctive character. Did you did you read about like the inspiration for that? How he first came up with it? No, I didn't read much about it to be honest. It was during lockdown. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was back in Ireland in his hometown. I think it was his hometown. He was walking like along the coast, along the beach and stuff, and mm. certain melodies were starting to come into his head. And he had this idea of this like concept and this theme of sort of beachfront, mm. fairgroundy, almost like that kind of theming, pier, pier, yeah, that that, makes all sense, that kind yeah. of stuff. I think that comes through. There's yeah. almost a, a sort of bleakness to some of it, but that yeah. also has that celebration and positivity to it that is more than. Is more positive than a lot of Fontaine stuff. Yeah. Um, but with also a lot of melancholy. It's just all that stuff yeah, all definitely. mixed really well. I think it's it's very haunting. Yeah. It's it's quite quiet. It's yeah. very. You know, it's very very stripped back, but. But it's not. I wouldn't call it an acoustic album. No, it's not. It's a, not you know. It it's got a lot of different kind of textures mm. to it. Um, and he, yeah, he basically started writing it and realised that it wasn't quite right for what Fontaine's were mm. writing, which I think was what became Skinty Fear. Yeah. Um, and so decided to make it a solo release instead. Yeah. And I think that was the right choice because it definitely has its own 
It has its own identity, identity, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's it's really short. Mm. But I think he's been really clever doing that because it's made me kind of. It it just means he doesn't really put a foot wrong. It's yeah. just it's just really yeah yeah yeah. I'm not sure how many tracks actually, but I th- I'm pretty. I sure think I it's can. ten, or is it maybe slightly less? Yeah, but just, um, check, just check just to make sure I've got that right. But it'd be interesting to know how long the album has been finished as well, because I part of me thinks it's probably been finished for a while, but they've been clever with releasing it like in between. Yeah. Okay, Fontaine's so it's nine, nine songs, thirty six minutes. Okay. okay, so it's not. Um, but yeah, it, it. I don't know. Leaves you wanting more. Yes. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was again one that nearly made it into my top ten. Um, yeah, I think it's really really cool. Uh, my number six is very silly. Oh no! But so much fun. Uh, and other than my number one, is it's my second most listened to album this year. Right. Which is the Dirty Nil with Free Rain to Passions. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised by that. I've definitely played it. Yeah. A few times. Uh, I have to, you know, my top 10 is a combination of albums I've maybe only listened to once or twice, but I've absolutely been blown away by. And ones that are not doing anything artistically groundbreaking or new, but are just addictive. And this is that. They the ones that are in the same vein as like men singers and kind of, but more. You know what I mean. Yeah, but the more bands, fun than that. The bands that I lump together when I probably shouldn't. Yeah, harp. no, but more more fun than that. Pup is probably a more accurate thing, but they're be- they're very. Again, I think very nineties and early noughties, like very big chunky melodic riffs and a lot of like that? metal influence with oh, riffs. Okay. But but then really really catchy vocal melodies like more in the line of you know sort of that early like Ash and Feeder and that kind of thing mm. with with the vocal melodies okay. and a lot of the time. But his vocal his vo- his voice is incredible. His voice sounds almost more sort of Jane's Addictiony or um, that kind of thing, that kind of nineties grungy metal stuff. Yeah, it's they just do all of that stuff, but in a, just a really fun, colourful way. Every song on there is catchy. Yeah. Every song is just incredibly like fist in the air enjoyable. I feel like you always have an album like that. Yeah, I do. Like on the go. But it is. I every year I end up having an album like that. It's just my go-to album to listen to when I'm walking to the shops. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to put it on and I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and it just makes me feel good. Um, and that's nothing been, wrong with their that. One, mate. Their album from 2021, I think. Um, lots of people went on about and just didn't grab me in the same way for mm. whatever reason whereas this one really has that 2021 one was called Fuck Art and the album cover was just a Labrador with its tongue hanging out <laughs> <laughs> so it gives you the okay, idea okay yeah um, but yeah this I feel like this one has a bit more I like obviously I didn't listen to that one very much but I feel like there is that side to them but there is like an element to them lyrically that means you connect to it as well like there was the song that really hooked me in was the one where the the catchy line is um, uh, I don't ever want to work for you or anyone again <laughs> which with the year I've had yeah just particularly and that was in uh, my in May as well but just future employers he doesn't mean that no no I completely mean it <laughs> um, yeah what uh, yeah it's just it's just ridiculous fun 
That's the only. That's the only reason, and it's a good enough reason. <laughs> you need. I need at least one album like that yeah, every year. Yeah. And I know. I know. I will go back to it forever. <laughs> forever. I will. There's out. There's that. There's. Um. I think it was twenty. Twenty one. Teenage Wrists album. I've not mentioned Teenage Wrists album from this year because that was a disappointment to me. Okay. But their twenty twenty one album was that one for me for that year. Yeah. And Turnstile, obviously, that year as well. It's those ones. Those ones that I know I can put on and What's just... that twenty twenty one? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. They must be doing a new one soon. We can hope. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so your number five? five is it? Yeah. So my number five is uh Sufjan Stevens. Javelin. Mm. Lovely, lovely. Oh, I forgot to put that in my mentions. That should yeah. have been in my mentions. Yeah. Um so this album sees him return to sort of full singer-songwriter territory because his previous couple of albums have a slightly more electronic. Okay. Um, I, I, someone again, I've never really gone in, and yeah. this is the first album I properly sat down and paid attention to, and I absolutely loved it. Again, he's definitely one of those people who's got that kind of cult mm. following, but I think this is why I've always put off going into it because I've always felt like he's someone who I'll be disappointed by given the hype. And but. his yeah, and his his <coughs> his back catalogue is quite sprawling mm. as well. But I I think this is his best in a long time. To be honest, it's it's kind of back to his very intimate, mm. personal. Um, there were style bits of that reminded me of the first Bon Iver album, even yeah. like that side yeah. of really singer song, really really um, intimate raw singer song well, writing. That's what he's yeah. what he's always done. But I would say that he probably influenced Bon yeah, Iver. Yeah, I'm sure the other yeah. way around um, and he's got this kind of he's got this wonderfully like fragile mm. vulnerable voice and it, yeah it's what it, it, it yeah it's a very very captivating listen and one of yeah one of those ones that you just kind of want to sit alone and let Fireplace. it wash yeah let it wash <laughs> over you and um, yeah I think I just think yeah, it's one of one of his best. Nice. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was beautiful. Actually, yeah, I'm annoyed. Um, I forgot to put it in my mentions. Mm, speaking of beautiful, another hi. one. <laughs> <laughs> another one that I have already raved about on the podcast. PJ Harvey. Ah, okay. Lower down than I thought it would be. I inside the old year dying. Mm. Number five out of five hundred and eighty. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, well, should we? Shall I say where it is? On yeah, mine? if you if you've got it, it's my there, number three. So cool. yeah. pretty close. Um, I mean, we've gone on about it quite a lot. We've talked. We? With, there's a whole episode. Go back to the revisited episode we did on this recently because we go in depth there why we love it. But but I will say this album has been slept on. I think. Do you think? Well, it's not. It's not. I mean, really lists making, and things. Yeah, yeah, it's not really making. Anything. I've seen it. It's still a lot of adverts right everywhere and things like that. But yeah, I know. I know. It's, I get what you're saying. You know, considering. But again, it's we we talked about what this an influential when we did, figure she yeah. is. We did we talked about it when we did the episode on it though. It's got that same thing as white chalk and stuff, where it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's very minimalist and it is very weird at, in places. It's pretty unsettling, isn't it? It's very there's there's no real big catchy songs on there. I think when you get into it, I think there is stuff that yeah. sticks with you in yeah, that yeah. sense. But in me, there's nothing that's immediately like your mum's going to go around whistling it, you know. Well, no, not... <laughs> but um, I mean, but like, but you know, the publications that normally yeah. wrap up absolutely everything mm. she does, like Guardian, Pitchfork, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's true. 
it just doesn't really seem to be it no. got good reviews at the time yeah. but it's almost like people have listened to it once and then mm. moved on whereas, whereas I think it's absolutely one that benefits from multiple listens yeah I have to say also on White Chalk mm. <laughs> I, ran, I ranked it quite low down even like when we mm. last did the podcast but over the last few couple of months I've really got into it mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why we're talking about that now it just made mm-hmm. me think yeah. um yeah, no, I yeah. think it's just a yeah. Go back and listen to that if you want a fuller discussion of that one. If you need convincing, but I just think it's an artistic achievement. It's so haunting and so we're talking about the folk that like for me. Yeah, this does something more interesting with folk than the Lankham one. Oh, that'd be a good gig, wouldn't it? Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like this is so seeped in folk music, yeah, and folk lore, and just British folk generally. It's like I always, I, I said um, before, it's like a folk horror. But it's, album. but it's something. But it's, it's, but, but it's completely unique. I've never yeah, heard anything yeah, else yeah. like it. Um, but also, she's so she's so informed by poetry yeah. as well. Yeah, which is a big, big part. Of it. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, so that was five so we need your number four yeah so my number four is uh, old Lana Del Rey yes um, I knew this would be coming at some point so full title did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard nope although actually I don't think there's a question mark at the end but I've added <laughs> one because I'm like <laughs> now I'm, now Lana because I'm like there needs to be, it's a question so there should be a question mark but um <laughs> yeah so obviously she's quite prolific I, I can't mm. think how many albums she's released now even the last few years has been a load but yeah. this has got to be up there with one of her best oh this, it's 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 my favourite so far really? I'm, I, again it's another one I'm annoyed I forgot to put my oh, right. mentions list um, it's massively overindulgent 16 tracks 78 yeah. minutes but it's definitely one of her most kind of raw and honest yeah. a lot of it is piano based yeah. um, and there's some really in- what, did, are you, do you still think your song of the year is from here? Yes, my song of the year, I think, is A&W, which was... The, I think it's an incredible song. Which yeah. was... I'm pretty sure it was the lead single, What a Choice for a Single. Mm. But it's just... Uh, it's it really interesting minutes? structure to it, isn't there? It's almost two songs. Is it two songs in yeah, one? Three so songs in one? Like starts as a kind of really haunting, mm. acoustic ballad, and then transitions into, like... How do you describe it? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah... <laughs> Well, like full-on kind of pop. Yeah, lush. <laughs> you know, got a really good beat to it. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. Like I don't, I, I, yeah, I know she kind of divides people, mm. and I don't love all her stuff, but I think, yeah, this album was really great. She's got some really good collaborators on there as well. There's a song with yeah. Father John Misty. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. The title track as well, with the choir at the beginning. Yeah. I think it's excellent. Um, she's kind of got some weird spoken word stuff <laughs> on there. It's just, yeah, it's very... I don't think anyone makes music quite like her. What, what I enjoy about her at this point is I feel like she is just completely off the leash. <laughs> Do you know what I yeah. mean? I feel like she's just doing whatever the hell she wants. And, yeah, clearly. And, well, and the result... <laughs> yeah, and But the result of that is the most interesting music she's written, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Because she's got the freedom to just write what she wants. Yeah, you never really know what she's going to do. No. Like, she's the sort of person that could just put out an album at any time. Mm. Um, and But I also feel like she's fully embraced that yeah, I- yeah, the yeah. identity yeah. and, like, a lot of 
a lot of this album deals with her reputation of like being a difficult woman the idea of being a diva yeah she's kind of fully lent into that and I just kind of think why not to be honest yeah Um, even to the point where we wondered when we were watching it didn't we if the whole being late for Glastonbury thing was deliberate just just to like reinforce that idea (laughs) yeah but Um, yeah yeah, it's really cool and you know it's cool that she's still with every release it's just Mm. still continues to be really exciting so nice yeah talking of Exciting creativity. My number four is Fever Ray Radical Romantics. Nice. Yeah. Again, I think just a unique album. Uh, it creates its own world and it creates it so vividly. Oh, I mean, we need to see them live because. I... Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're playing uh, early next year, I think, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah definitely. But, like, the, the characters that have been created for it. Yeah. Like, different songs are sung in completely different voices to represent different like personas yeah 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 to the point where you'd think it was someone completely different um but all of them work really well for the song that they're doing uh the 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 electronics on this oh i know are just gorgeous but also incredibly unsettling yes but it's a very spooky it's almost it's almost synths replicating voices but Mm. not quite a lot of the time um and it's just but also really catchy yeah um and really danceable and really sensual in places yeah. and kind of like it's, oh it's just incredible every song's amazing on it it just kind of shows you what because it's basically a pop album oh yeah it just kind of shows it's you dark. what it's like a dark pop yeah. album yeah again I think it's like number 7 or 8 on Pitchfork's list but that's the only list I've really seen it mentioned mm. on I've not really seen it mentioned anywhere else um, yeah I mean it hasn't I don't think it's got as much love as the previous two no. it, they kind of returned after like five or which, six years which again I didn't really ever get into yeah. this is the first one that I properly sort of sat down with and I listened to it very late at night <laughs> I think, oh yeah I think you need um, to on my own and it was just yeah just got completely immersed in it and the, vi- the the first video that came out with the character the like the creepy old man with the thinning hair and the white <laughs> face performing yeah, candy I, just, I love how they um, fully embrace that yeah. it, it's just like a, it's like a total kind of immersive theatrical experience yep. um yeah I think Fever is pretty underrated to be honest yeah well, like I said I think so much of this for me is discovery mm. and surprise and and yeah this was one of those for me of just like how have I slept on this person for this whole time yeah um yeah you're not well we're into our top threes yeah How's so, the how's the tinned Cosmo going down, Oh, yes, Nikki? we've moved on to tinned cocktails, because it's Christmas. Um, yes, it's like lovely and... What's the brand? Just, I can't remember. They're the little little stubby tins. Little stubby tins, little, we love you. Little stubby tins, they do a mezcal... Yeah. Um, is it white box cocktails, I believe? Yes, I think that's right. Shout out to white box right. cocktails. They do a mezcal margarita, which is incredible, yeah. but I've opted for the... Uh, the martini which is blowing my socks off <laughs> yeah we're living up to gender stereotypes here you've got a martini <laughs> i've got a cosmo <laughs> so um yeah i guess the number three number three pj so oh of yeah, course yeah. uh my number three has crept up and up and up mm. with every listen and it is the triumphant return of Siguros. 
Oh, okay. Sigarus, Sigarus, I think is how you're actually supposed to say it, but I never will. Um, Yeah, Eta. Oh, is that how you say? I was going to ask. There's a there's an accent on the first A, isn't there? So I think it's I think it's it'd be Eta. I might be completely wrong. Um, Oh, wow. I was always going to be excited for a new Sigarus album, and I was very excited for it. It's been nine years. Eight years, something like that. It's maybe been a long even, time. maybe even ten. Might be ten. Yeah, I think let's have a look. Like I love this album, but I am surprised at how high up it is for you. Uh, I think it again. I think it's one that requires multiple listens to yeah. really. It's oh, there's something this band can do that no other music does mm. to me. It's something about considering I don't have a clue what he's singing about, <laughs> n- what and neither does anyone a lot of the time because he's using his made-up language. Um, but there's there is something about it that just reaches right into me. <laughs> Ouch! Sounds painful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So you no, know, it's ten years. You're right. Ten years. I think um, they're unfairly judged as being like a soundtrack music. Uh, yeah, background <laughs> noise, soundtrack, planet earth, all that stuff. Mm. But yeah, they I mean live they're like on another level. This one I think on uh, on first listen it's like oh it's an it's a cigarus album. Yeah. But actually it's based it's primarily orchestral. Yeah. Which is a first yeah. for them. But it shows the incredible talent they have that previous to this, they've not been an orchestral band, no. but basically could sound like it. Mm. Um, so I can't, I can't remember who it is. It's the, is it the keyboard player or someone who, who left and came back for this one? Yes, yeah, so they've been, a, been away a long, been away 10 years. It was a good gap between albums before that as well, I think quite a while yeah so I don't think they've um, been away they've been doing no, but albums wise yeah, they do they've the released some strange and things, things and, and toured but yeah they haven't um, done any new music in a while this is so the artwork is quite striking which is like a rainbow flag on fire and it's meant the whole album is meant to be a kind of um, in solidarity with all sorts of the world's minorities yeah. that are under attack including like LGBTQ plus community particularly mm-hmm hence the rainbow flag on fire mm. but but generally as well anyone that is sort of a minority wherever they are in life yeah. that, that is under attack and it's it's what they do on their best work for me which is being in equal parts breaking you down but also completely inspiring you at, yeah at, at all in the same album um, I remember the first listen to this I had it was like midnight because it came out in June so as I, a surprise right they just randomly it was like the week it. before yeah. they announced it or something yeah so I went I went out and sat in our communal garden on the bench at like midnight in mm-hmm. a summer's evening and listened to it and I came back up and was like Nikki <laughs> just, <laughs> like just the last sort of couple of tracks just completely broke me um, it's just so beautiful would you say it's a bit more intimate than we're used to but then it's orchestral yeah this is what I mean they're so clever and yeah it is it feels the the one that it made me think of the most comparatively of their previous ones is um, of what's it called it begins with V 
Oh, Von, the first one. No, 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 no. The one that the artwork is like a really blurry image with like a ship. Valtari? Yes. Yeah, see, that's one that I Which have a list to Which is a very ambient. That's probably yeah. my least favourite. Yeah. I love it, but it's probably the one that I, you know I've gone back to the least. That's the thing. I wonder. I wonder if I mean this hasn't got the reaction that I would expect. No. I do wonder if it's not as immediate. No, it it's not. It definitely doesn't. Like... No, no, no. There's no big melodies or anything no. like that. Um, I mean there are, but they're hidden. They're buried yeah. in everything else. But you know how most of those albums they've got those kind of big rousing Poppy numbers. Popular and that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I think this is. I mean, if anything, actually, after the after a few listens, it's probably the closest to um, Untitled Brackets. Mm, okay. Which is my favourite of theirs, probably. Yeah. I oh, yeah, It would yeah. be a lot of people's. Yeah. Um, I think, actually, it's probably got the most in common with that, for me, in terms of the feeling I get from mm. it. I'm not sure if it had that kind of... It's not... Crushing... It's not got the Bleakness extremes of, the, yeah. of that one. Well, yeah, because obviously that album is designed yeah. to be too extremes, yeah. isn't it? Um, but it's it's one that... I think any of their albums are going to be albums that you need to invest in. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be a one listen and you make a judgment. It's, it's just not... They're not that kind of band. I mean, it's certainly a massive contrast from their last one. Yeah. which I was hoping... That's, that's, that's what I want from them. That's Which why was, I love them as yeah. a band. Is I want them to be exploring these different avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Gos- it's, gospel album next. You know, I think it'd be good. Um, yeah. So it's kind of it's one that first listen, I then sort of forgot about it for a while. Oh, I think because it had such an emotional impact on me, I just didn't want to go back to it mm. immediately, you know? And would you say it's the kind of album you want to listen to in one sitting, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely You're not designed. You're going to go on shuffle. No, and... no, no. It's absolutely designed to be one whole thing. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So we're on to number two. Have we said... We haven't said your number two yet, have we? No. No. What's your number so, two? So I'm hoping this is going to... I don't know. Maybe you just haven't mentioned it. It's the majestic young fathers and heavy, heavy. Also, my number two. Yes. Yeah. Um. What well, isn't this a slice of? Oh, it's just delight. <laughs> um. For, again, and this is the contrast, right, to what we've just been saying. This is the one. My top two, both albums that, as soon as I put them on for first listen. Mm-hmm. Both times it was walking to work to a job I was having a fucking miserable time at. <laughs> Um, and both of them just immediately filled me with hope and just just had a grin on my face all the way. Yeah, yeah. Like physically, actually, was just walking to work with did an inane grin weird? on my did face. You, did you get a few looks? Probably, but just it it. There's the songs on here that are obviously joyous, like yeah. that. But then even the ones that aren't felt like I could really relate to them in certain ways obviously there's some that I that are very specific about in what they're about and so mm-hmm. I wouldn't do as much but Geronimo was the one for me where I was just like fuck yes like this is so good so good holy moly as well like that softer side of it I think is really cool 
Um, but then you've got the absolute manic side of it, which is well, we saw these guys live as well. And it well, was and I was going to say, show. like, I don't think you've really experienced them until you've seen them live because yeah. there's like an intensity there and an energy. Yeah, like I, I think they're one of the best live bands around. And that was the the thing for me that I took away from that was, my God, they mean it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they there's nothing about this that is for show or like they are just doing exactly what they mean. And I hadn't, I hadn't realised. Look, you know, looking back, it's it's thirty minutes long. Like it's a really yeah. short album. Yeah. But it feels, you know, it feels like a whole piece. It's it's. Yeah, and again, this came out in February, and ever since, it's been one of those that all year, when people have asked for an album, any album recommendations, it's been the first one I've recommended. Yeah. And then you know they're one of these bands that are like consistently hard to define. Mm. And again, again, a band I've never fully got into before yeah. this one. I've tried. I have. Li- it's different because I I have listened to their albums before this, but I've always just been a bit like, yeah, it's cool, it's interesting, but yeah, fine. I know I've missed the boat with that because I know yeah. lots of other people have got it much quicker than me. Um, but this is the one that just really, yeah, I really appreciate it. I I I I think it's one of, if not their best album in terms mm. of like they've just. Was it nailed, good, would you say it's a good middle ground of yeah they've just kind of nailed what makes them them yeah. it's, it's got that kind of wildness and unpredictability yeah. um, but it, it's also got those like massive anthems as well mm-hmm. like I Saw is probably yeah. you know and then you've got the songs like um, second favourite song of the year Ululation the one with the like which is like the African vocal yeah. thing you can do yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try and recreate no, no, it because no, I can't please but, don't um, like that was a highlight live that one I mm-hmm. think because that's again that's what I mean about the like joyous that was one of the because that's a noise that in yeah. certain areas of Africa people make as like a noise of celebration or whatever um, it feels like it a real just... rallying cry as yeah. an album yes yeah um, that's a really good way of putting it yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. and you feel, you feel energised just listening mm-hmm. to it but and obviously, um, you've got that. You know, they've got, they are a very political band, mm. and they've got that really kind of stark, serious messaging yeah. as well. Um, but you can dance to them, and they are playing at twenty twenty four Wide Awake, so yes. we will be there. If tickets don't sell out, I will uh, find a way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll climb the fence. <laughs> Or Tunnel Under. Oh, cool. That was both our number two. Yeah. Nice. I think I know what your number one is. I don't know if I can think of what yours is. What am I missing? It's probably a bit... I mean, I I haven't really seen it in any top ten list. Well, no, same with mine, to be fair. Um, Is it... Do I go first? Yeah. Is it me? It's it's Bedroom. Of course it bloody is. Bedroom. I don't know. As if that's the title of the album. Yeah. Um... Oh, again, should have been in my mentions, again. Yeah, I was actually quite surprised that you didn't mention it at all. put it in, yeah. See, I think this has, again, been really overlooked. Um, You definitely like it more than I do. I still prefer their first album, I think. Just just, just a bit more me. But but I admire what they've done with this one. They've taken such a step forward artistically with this album. Yeah, I mean, it really... This is is the album that has really kind of struck, struck... struck an emotional chord with mm. me um i don't know whether it's it's because it's got that real kind of radiohead yeah, sound really and obviously they are my favorite band yeah. um but i think it's a really special album um 
I, I don't know whether like it's just not one that a lot of people have listened to whether they're still yeah but, maybe but you know because they're not massive no um but they're on Mogwai's label now yeah um played a great gig at the Scarlet that was really that we good saw. yeah um obviously they've they've kind of they've primarily a shoegaze band weren't they it was kind of shoegazy like I remember thinking of that first album in the same way I thought of the first Black Midi album right Um, I sort of put them in the same kind of thing as Mm. that kind of new young quirky indie stuff yeah Um, they were super young I think when that mm. came out and I think it was all done on Garage Band yeah you're right definitely more shoegazy than that stuff but and that that is still there in places oh, yeah, it's on this one still very much there but like they've really evolved as a band mm. and much more experimental i think um yeah it goes in completely goes in some real extreme different directions yeah for them, which and they've I got really like. you know they've incorporated that indie sound um but there's also a lot of electronica on there post rock yeah um the lead singer's vocals just do something to me um fine not nothing <laughs> sexual, don't worry. But it, like, it, like you, you must, you must agree. Like, I'm trying. I can't in my head. I can't really hear it. Okay. But yeah. But well, no, I know. I've always liked. Yeah, I have always liked him. But yeah, there's a couple. There's a you know. There's a few songs on there where, um, yeah, vocally just sends shivers down my spine what's the what's the one that I said is probably my favourite one that's probably the most radio heady one as well like track two yeah there's Be Careful yeah I think that's probably um, my favourite which has got a really cool bass yeah. line um, and then you've got It's Just a Bit of Blood where it's like yeah. the real Tom York-esque yeah, yeah, yeah. vocals um, and then you've got these ambient pieces as well mm. um, you've got the closing number which is a really kind of oppressively yeah downbeat i think what i what i like about it is it's the it's what I, I really like when you get a, a young sort of fairly new band like that who just come out with an album that most bands at that point in their career wouldn't be brave enough to could, uh, worry of being called arrogant to think yeah. you could pull off something like that yeah. do you know what i mean whereas they've just absolutely gone no we want to do something on this scale and they've done that and, and it, I think and it's, it's only eight it tracks, off. but it feels momentous yeah, um, yeah. in what they're trying to cover. Mm-hmm. But it it all feels cohesive to me at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I haven't really seen it mentioned anywhere, and that that is a surprise actually, because they are someone I thought had a bit of build up behind yeah. them. Yeah. It just yeah, just kind of ticked all the boxes for me that one, mm. and yeah, I hope more people listen to it because. It's really great. I've known for months that that's your number one. I don't know why I forgot. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to surprise you. I know what your number one is. Go on. Fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> oh. Breaking news. Chris oh. likes fucked up. Well, do you know what though? This is it. Like, they're one of those bands that for years have been one of my favourite bands, but have never quite had an album where I've been like this is the one um, like Damien Comes to Life is obviously Damien Damien's the <laughs> singer David Comes to Life is a, is is always going to be their like masterpiece mm. like it's 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 
that like I was saying it's that album that you kind of listen to and you think you have no right making an album like this mm-hmm. um, on this kind of scale everything they've put out is, is great but there's something about this one that has just again it was that same thing it came out in January and I've just gone oh, back I to no it I had no idea it was January yeah. wow okay. and I've just gone back to it constantly um, nothing else has hit the same okay. mark Uh how has it been received by other fans? No idea. I've not seen anyone talking about it at yeah, all. Okay. No idea. That's mad. The gig. It's mad to me that they're not bigger than they are. Yeah, I saw them play at. Well, the thing is, they've they've always very consciously not done the sort of media. Yeah. Thing. Because the know? venues they play are pretty small, and it's yeah. like they've been. So I saw them at Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. Um, it was great. Absolutely great gig. Um. You've got, I mean, this this again. It feel this album feels like their celebratory album, and that at that point is exactly what I needed. Um, like I said, it's like no, I don't think it's any coincidence that my top three are all three albums that filled me with kind of hope. Yeah, would be the word I'd use. Yeah. Um, but this yeah, it's one it's more uplifting than normal top 10 for you isn't yeah it? this one not only filled filled me with hope but just every time I listen to it just fills me with energy and just mm. like fucking yes I can do whatever this is I need to do you know even I was really sceptical at first about I think it's track 2 um, I think I might be weird which basically sounds like them playing a darkness song <laughs> yeah Right, there's all these weird like Queen like harmony yeah, bits, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like harmonised lead guitar bits like Thin Lizzy and things. Yeah, yeah. And first listen, I was like, "What the fuck have they done?" <laughs> um, but it's one of my favourite songs of the year now. <laughs> it's something really cool about it. Again, when you actually get into it and get into the lyrics of it and everything, it is it's they have always been a band for the weirdos. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Yeah. And and they are this album just feels like a complete celebration of that. And again, I think they transcend scenes oh, absolutely. as well. Yeah, completely. And as well, yeah, because they play Pitchfork Festival in London the this year. Kids. Um, they are a hardcore band. Yeah, essentially, is what they are. Yeah. But but they are again. They're very. I hate. I've used this word a lot, but I feel like it's the way to just easily explain it to people. They are an arty hardcore band. They they go for grand concepts, and they are not afraid of just doing a random pop song in the middle mm-hmm. of their album. Or you know, they are. They to me, they are the truest punk band around at the moment yeah for me punk is is what is epitomized in london calling for example Mm. of that idea of not limiting yourself to particular genre stereotypes and and for me fucked up are the one band out there that really really stick to that ethos and they haven't got a look either they just look like completely normal yeah there's you know, never gimmicks. There's never anything like that. It's they just... Ne- they're definitely not... But they do accuse have, them of trying to be trendy. But they do have a band aesthetic and all their album artwork has the same like layout and font and stuff. Yeah, like, but you know what I mean? Like They're but, not trying to be cool ever. But that's what makes them cool. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. That's exactly. what punk is. Yeah, they're not trying to be, but they absolutely are. Yeah. Um, like, and this, like, they're doing new things all the time. The fact that the last release before this album was like a sludge metal EP. <laughs> And then they, uh, Oberon, I think it was called. Then they've got this with like that, like I say, like I think it might be weird, the weird sort of darkness cover. Then later on in the album, you've got Cicada, which is one of my favourite songs of the year, which is like, again, sounds like a kind of menzinger-y 
it's it's someone i think it's the um guitarist doing the vocals but it's just a really melodic melancholic sung yeah. vocal under kind of quite standard indie punk chords like almost springsteen americanery type <laughs> thing um but just it, it makes you feel incredible so is your song of the year off this album i can't remember if we've said what your song i don't really know no, i don't okay. i don't think i'd be able to say what my absolute favorite song of the year is to be honest you have to say right now yeah no i couldn't couldn't do it um but yeah it's every every track on this album is is it just makes me feel great and again one i've not seen mentioned by anyone anywhere no which is uh, to me is baffling but again it's because they're one of those bands they're just under the under those they're not in any sort of trendy scene no they're not big enough to be in any of the kind of bigger publications lists particularly or if they are they're like a really it's like a, a bit tiny of a niche review thing. yeah um but yeah I, I will fly their flag as long as i can mm, nice cheers okay. nikki oh, cheers here's to 2023's music <laughs> Here's to music. I love music. I love music too. <laughs> well, cheers everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here's um, to achieving whatever you're hoping to achieve, even if that is just being content. That's also, enough. Also, it's okay not to achieve things. That's what I mean. If, yeah, getting up in the morning is good enough. Um... We'll, we'll see you soon for The Pogues. Yeah. That Looking forward be, to it. Uh, lovely way to kickstart the new year. Be well. So long. <laughs>